Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It is the 9th of July. And my title today is The Deadly Progression of Temptation, which goes along with boot camp day number 20. And by the way, if you would like to get the 180 boot camp, uh, just email me and I'll send it to you for free. So Friday, July the 9th, The Deadly Progression of Temptation. Are you surprised at how difficult it is to stop looking at porn and living in sexual sin. You might even feel hopeless. It it starts off gradually in our lives. Somehow we get exposed to porn around the age of, I don't know, 10 to 12, might be younger now with the internet. You see it and begin to feel exciting things that you've never felt before. You learn how to masturbate and have an orgasm. And that's just about the greatest pleasurable experience you've ever had in your life. And so you want more. That was true for me. And I imagine has been true for you as well. This is indeed every man's battle. Now, here's one statistic uh, that I've made up, but I believe it to be true. 100% of all men, Christian or otherwise, must learn to deal with sexual temptation. For some, it doesn't become a big deal. However, I believe the majority of Christian men have lost and are losing this battle. They feel condemnation and great shame and remain isolated as they continue to fail. So here's the bad news. You probably already know it, but let me enforce the idea. There is a progression to temptation. Two things are true about it. Temptation wants more, a lot more. Almost every man I know learns that a little is not enough, and there are two things temptation wants from you, more frequency and more variety. What begins with a month becomes once a week, becomes once a day, and for some even multiple times a day. This is the pattern of any addiction. It is never satisfied with what you give it. It always wants more, and slowly, maybe very slowly, or for some, Rather quickly, it seems to be consuming you to the point where you're lusting after almost every person you see. James, the apostle, writes to us about this deadly progression that temptation and sin have upon us. Temptation never comes from God. It happens because we have a sinful flesh inside of us which we were born with, and it's rebellious and selfish. We live in a fallen world that has managed to make hardcore porn instantly available almost any time and almost anywhere, and we become more and more isolated from everyone, even our spouse and children and our friends. 
So here's what James writes about the deadly progression of temptation. Quote, James 1, 13 through 15. When tempted, no one should say, well, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. So temptation never comes from God. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when fully grown, gives birth to death. That's a very interesting phrase, isn't it? Gives birth to death. There is a clear and deadly progression to sin and temptation. It does not come from God because the verse clearly tells us that God does not tempt anyone. Then we are told where temptation comes from. It comes from our own evil desires or what the Bible calls our flesh or our sinful nature. When you became saved by grace, God gave you a new spiritual life. The old sinful you died, and you were born again as a new creation in Christ. However, our flesh remained in us. And that is true for every Christian, even the Apostle Paul, if you'll read the second half of Romans 7. However, the flesh can be more powerful in one person than in others. So let's learn this deadly progression that sin and temptation does upon us and wants to continue to do in our lives. And I find six clear stages in this deadly progression we find in James 1, 13 through 15. Stage one, being lured or dragged away. This happens so easily, doesn't it? I mean, you see an image on a billboard, on a television, in the movies, online, somebody at church or work, doesn't matter. Almost instantly, your flesh rises to attention, perhaps along with other things. It could be as simple as a little bit of cleavage, short skirt, yoga pants, a tight blouse. You feel pulled to want to see more, and a sense of energy appears as testosterone begins to be released in your brain. You are being lured away like a fisherman uses a lure to get the attention of a hungry fish. Stage two, being enticed. Once you've seen the bait, then a hunger arrives within us. And you begin to want a closer look. So you move from a safe place where you were minding your own business to now starting to salivate. Your eyes dilate. Your blood pressure increases. And you find a newfound energy which feels so much better than the way you were feeling, isolated, tired, and ashamed. 
So we are lured away and then we are enticed. Stage three, desire is conceived. This is when you're tempted in your mind with the idea of, am I going to sin or not sin? Maybe you haven't decided yet. You're in the process of being tempted, but listen, it is not a sin to be tempted. I tell guys all the time, temptation is normal and to be expected. And just because you're being tempted does not mean you have to fall. Temptation all comes down to the decision you are contemplating in your mind. And at that moment, if you decide that you're going to go ahead to sin sexually, then sin has begun to come to life. And unless something happens, it will be born and the action will happen. You make the decision in your mind and desire is conceived. Now, that doesn't mean that the sin will actually be committed. I mean, most likely it will. But what if your wife walks into the room while you're looking at porn? Or a woman you're propositioning happens to be a policewoman? Abort! 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 Comes instantly over the loudspeaker of your conscience. If not, then we continue in the usual way that has become hardwired into our brains. And then we go to stage four. Sin is born. You go ahead and you take the bait and you become hooked again by sexual sin. However, a very gradual progression has taken place as you are wanting more frequency and more variety, which sets you up for stage five. Stage five is when sin is fully grown. The actual word here is the word to mature, when sin has matured. When sin matures is when it has its way with you more and more frequently until hardly a day goes by, You don't want to go back to sexual sin to just get a quick fix when the struggles of life are coming upon you and seem to be overwhelming. It's an easy escape. It's a medication, but it doesn't fix anything. In fact, it makes things worse. Stage six, we're told it gives birth to death. You know, it may or may not be physical death, although it could be. Jealous husbands have been known to kill their wives' lovers. But long before it might be physical death, other things are dying. Your self-respect has been annihilated. Your sense of security and feelings of peace have evaporated. And fear becomes your constant companion. Doesn't all of those things ring true for you? does for me. However, it does not have to be that way. This is not the life that God has for us to be held captive by sexual sin with a gradual dying progression happening in us. Jesus said he came to give us life and life more abundantly. However, an addiction to sin causes that promise from Jesus to seem like a bad joke. 
What you've been experiencing does not have to be your future. I experienced it, and it was and, and isn't my future. You can turn around, do a 180, and begin to return to God the Father, Jesus your Savior, and the Spirit your Comforter. Their arms are always open to any prodigal son or daughter. And you will need help to find victory consistently and to really begin to experience a growing freedom from sexual sin and brokenness. You will need help. Please take me up on my offer for you to just sit in on one of our online support teams. See what it's like to break the isolation, have a place where you can be completely honest with no condemnation, only to find that there are other people there who want to help you as they themselves have been helped. Listen, my friends, in 180 we've helped and are helping hundreds of men find the freedom that they so desperately long for. And there is room for you. I'll start new online support teams if I need to. We've got 14 right now, but I can do more. Just email me, doyle at me.com. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Have a great day in the Lord. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.